Get hooked, wrapped, and dished. All week long on WebmasterRadio.fm. Your destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. For your heart-stopping news-packed 60 minutes of radio trolling, Webmaster Radio presents The Pulse. Pulse. Take your seat among the experts in the search engine marketing arena. This weekly radio show keeps you informed of the latest search news, offers insight on the biggest forum discussions, and puts your finger on the pulse of the search marketing community. Our hosts have made their way to the round table. The Pulse Pulse. starts now. Hello and welcome to the 16th edition of the Search Pulse. Today is Tuesday, January 23rd, 2007. My name is Barry Schwartz, and I run the Search Engine Roundtable. I commonly go on the name Rusty Brick. Like always, we, with me today is Ben Pfeiffer, the senior editor of the Search Engine Roundtable. He goes under Phoenix, and he, he owns a company, a search company called RankSmart. Also, Chris Boggs is with us. He's the associate editor of the Search Engine Roundtable. He works in the SEO department as a search strategist at Avenue A. Razorfish. Guys, I wanted to thank you very much for running the show last week. Um, I just got back from my trip, um, uh, my honeymoon uh, in Israel, and I appreciate you guys, one, uh, running the blog while I was gone, and two, uh, you know, handling the last week's show, because if you didn't, I, don't, I think we would have to go on for like four or five hours at this show to get everything done. So uh, <laughs> I wanted to thank you guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, I think we had a great time last week, Barry. It was it was a lot of fun for me and Chris. We had a guest uh, on the show and everything. Yeah, it's, I listened to the podcast. It sounded great. Uh, you guys did a great job. I thought you probably would not want to have me back after that, but I guess uh, you know you guys decided to let me back in, and I appreciate it. Uh, Deborah was a really good addition, and uh, hopefully we can have her back soon, and maybe have Deborah and Eric Ward at the same time. That should be that could be a lot of fun. Come wow. on, Barry. You know we wanted you back. <laughs> Yeah, we did miss you. I appreciate it. But Ben, you did a great job leading, and Chris, you did a great job with everything. And as always, so thank you again. And um, if you want to catch that, if you want to catch that podcast, it's available. Um, I'll post a link in the chat room. I posted it on the Search Engine Roundtable on January seventeenth, and they covered some really great topics. And you know, definitely check it out if you haven't. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much that. And I think we should just probably just go into the main topics. And I think we could have an extended show, but I'm not sure. Well, I guess we'll find out during our commercial break if we could have an extended show or not because I think the uh, Shoe Money Net Income show is off because they are over at Affiliate Summit this week. So hopefully we'll have some extra time, if that's okay with you guys, and we'll let you guys know after the first commercial break. Uh, the first topic I wanted to talk about was discussed a ton this week. Um, it was that Wikipedia has decided to drop off um, the value of their links pointing externally and add it by adding a nofollow attribute to all external links within the English Wikipedia Encyclopedia. So um, this happened because there's a new SEO contest going on, and um, the new SEO contest uh, is, you know, a typical SEO contest, but the founder of Wikipedia, uh, Jim, Jimbo Wells, he ordered that the uh, they'll follow attribute be added back to all links uh, because of this SEO contest. He's worried that people will go ahead and create a lot of uh, Wikipedia spam just to boost their rankings. And obviously he blamed SEOs, and there's a whole big controversy going on right now. Uh, but it's important to note that this was not the first time Wikipedia had no follow attribute 
on their links. They had it back at least before November 2005, uh, and now they're adding it back again. So I wonder how long it will stay. Uh, ben, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in general support of this, um, of what they did for the nofollow on here. Um, you know, I think as a, you know, an SEO will kind of write a passage is one time or another to kind of spam Wikipedia to see if you can get a link from there or not. Um, I know I've tried last year in the past. Um, don't do it anymore, but um, I think this is a good, good way to go. Um, you know, I, I followed a little bit on kind of the administrator thread about what was going on with this and the SEO competition for Global Warming Awareness 2007. Um, while there's like it's no followed at the same time, there's still like dozens of like a lot of prominent mirror sites out there with um, links going out and that don't have the no follow. So while at the same time they're no following, you know, the main site, there still are a lot of quite other sites that are, you know, without going links that do show up and get picked up by Google. And you know, the same token, you know, Yahoo's not really picking up the no follow too much as well and um, you know, there's still opportunity, I guess, if, if you have links on Wikipedia, um, you know, to potentially help, you know, with rankings in Yahoo and other places. Um, you know, Wikipedia is really interesting. It's, it's, they they kind of go back and forth, and, and I, sometimes they don't follow their logic. And then, it, you know, one point of this administrator thread, they were attacking each other about how non-notable they were, and it was really just kind of really silly, but um, I guess they finally came to a decision in order to prevent vandalism, and, you know, I support it, um, but it, how, is, it, is it actually going to, you know, curtail the vandalism that's going on on Wikipedia? I would really doubt it. Right. And on that note, actually, today on my, per, on my personal blog, actually, no, on the search around table, I got, a, I got a comment with a no-follow tag on it automatically. So some spammer, you know, spam, comment spam was placed on the search around table saying, very nice site like they usually do, and they have a link to their site. But the link, it actually, link actually had a no-follow attribute associated with it automatically without... No, that, the person actually added that by himself. So they added that? <laughs> yeah, so I was wondering, you know, why would, he, you know, why would the person do it? Maybe to prove a point, you know, that adding the no-follow might not have a big impact on common spam or Wikipedia spam. Uh, but anyway, Chris, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I think, you know, I think it's a little bit unfortunate that this has to happen, but I agree with uh, Wikipedia's decision to do this. Um, naturally, since Wikipedia has gained a lot of popularity over the past year, there are going to be people that want to try to spam it for links. I would personally still suggest to anyone that is running a website, uh, especially with a major brand, would want to keep an eye on Wikipedia and make sure that uh, any pages related to them are, in fact, factual. Uh, this is not saying that, you know, SEOs are just going to no longer use Wikipedia simply because of no follow. I mean, there is still some limited traffic value, and also just a, there's, there's a uh, reputation value to it where you need to monitor Wikipedia and just make sure what's being said on there is, is accurate and uh, go in and edit it or complain to the editors and so forth. So yeah, it's it's one less outlet to go try to spam some links. I'm not going to say that we did or didn't uh, ever use Wikipedia pages to build additional links to maybe some of uh, the small uh, brands that uh, we work under, some of the large brands. Uh, and I'm not going to say whether or not it was successful, but uh, you know we got to move along. There's plenty of other links in the ocean. Uh, and uh, I agree with Wikipedia's decision here, and hopefully it'll cut back on a little bit of the spam. And, and I, I like, overall, I really like Wikipedia. I think it's a great idea, and I, I really hope that in the long run, you know, it sheds some of its uh, 
reputation, uh, uh, specifically among some SEOs. I mean, we've got one guy who comments consistently at Roundtable that's always ragging on uh, Wikipedia because of its inaccuracies and so forth, but I'm not going to mention any names. But I, I think Wikipedia, Wikipedia on a more general level is a great idea, and I, and I hope that uh, you know, it continues to uh, draw good content. Right. And, um, I mean, there is a big campaign going on now. I think D- Danny Sullivan and Andy Beal kind of fueled it where um, SEOs say, you know, if you're not going to, you know, give the link juice out, then we're not going to give, you know, you, Wikipedia, the link juice back. So all the, every single time they, they're going to link to Wikipedia, they're going to go follow their links to Wikipedia, which I guess is fine. Um, personally, the content I've been linking to on Wikipedia I find to be fairly good. I tried to read the whole Wikipedia entry before I actually link to it. I think it's relatively good. And um, in terms of getting traffic from, you know, your Wikipedia entry, um, not sure how much traffic it drives. Obviously, it depends on the brand and everything. But I have I just recently, you know, got a Wikipedia entry. Thanks, guys, to everybody who helped with that. And um, I'll let you know how much traffic it drives after I have some time to look at the stats on that. But, yeah, this conversation probably would not be going away anytime soon. So... We'll keep you posted on anything that changes over the next week or two on this. I appreciate it. You know, yep. Did y'all see that? Uh, there was a forum. Uh, there was a, a post on a blog by this guy named Eric Goldman, who basically kind of did, predicted the demise of Wikipedia within five years, and it had to relate to like the rampant vandalism that was going on, and kind of some of the same issues that was happening with Dig. That basically, there's like a like a small group of people that you know are, are editing Wikipedia, and, and and largely there's a large group, but at the same time, you know anybody that wants to go ahead and add you know anything or information to Wikipedia is kind of shot down immediately. And I know Barry like when you know we did the, the the profiles on Wikipedia and you did yours and we tried mine and stuff like that it was you know immediately shot down and a Matt Cuts had problems with this at the same time and you know I think that's if anything it's one of my major issues with Wikipedia is that you know you can't it it's it, it's it's really hard you know so like on a scale of 1 to 100 you know Wikipedia is maybe 95% accurate and I think the information's good but you know if they continue to you know do things like this, no follows to prevent vandalism, you know, how far is it really going to go to prevent some of this and um, some of the issues, the larger issues that are going on? Yeah, one thing I also wanted to add really quick is that someone brought up in the forums that uh, uh, 66 said uh, to use Squidoo, and uh, apparently someone else thinks that uh, they're pretty good. Um, So I don't know if you guys got any experience with Squidoo. I set up a uh, Squidoo profile or whatever they call it, um, Lens, like a while back. I don't like it too much. Um, I refused actually to to uh, I refused to actually write a blog entry on it at Search Engine Watch when um, they asked me to, and because I didn't find it that interesting. But it's growing more and more, and um, I think it drives some traffic. I, I just personally did not like the way it was back when I first when they first launched and how it worked and. But maybe it's growing. I should probably take a second look at it. But I think it holds it? a lot of value for people that are trying to attract links. I know I've seen a lot of SEOs use it and just trying to attract links to their site by you know creating a lens and such. Um, you know, I've personally never used it very much for kind of the same reason Barry suggested. It. So, like, I wasn't a huge fan of how it was set up, but I guess it's something that you have to like really get into just to, in order to understand it, so you can set up your lens and then go ahead and develop you know content and the resources that you have developed there. Um, but, you know, there's people that are using it, and, and it, it has become, you know, a valid marketing resource for people that are trying to promote newer sites. Right, that's true. Um, 
since we're on the Wikipedia topic, I thought maybe I'll just jump ahead to a topic that's not discussed as it's pretty much it has a bit, big conversation over at Webmaster World about Google treating Wikipedia a bit too well. Um, and the discussion at Webmaster World has, you know, it's, I think it's about eight pages now long. And it basically shows, like, you know, you search for anything and Wikipedia is on the first page. So I did examples where I searched for parrots, farm, Viagra, baseball, search engine, and they're all within the top four results um, in in Google. And I wrote back to where, Chris, you wrote this post of the rise of Wikipedia the equals the fall of DMOZ in July 2006. And really, that's the way search and Google used to, like, really rank DMOZ very well for a lot of searches. And that's no longer the case, and now they're ranking Wikipedia very well. And, of course, we have a comment from, you know, Michael about, you know, <laughs> saying that Wikipedia, you know, obviously it doesn't treat Wikipedia any well, just the way the Wikipedia pages are, are built. And it's not that hard to outrank a Wikipedia page, but I would like him to, to rank, or outrank Wikipedia for the term Viagra search engine. I'd like to see that, to be honest. Uh, Chris, do you have any comments about that? General. Yeah, well, I mean, we've seen this happening. Uh, I see Wikipedia entries all the time when I'm doing searches, and uh, you sur- it's, it's hard not to notice uh, the fact that they are doing very well. Uh, I primarily use Google as my search engine, so I'm not really sure how well they do in Yahoo or MSN or Ask, but uh, it, I, I would certainly agree that it seems that there's a, uh, a level of trust being given to Wikipedia that in a way, you would almost wonder how it's been gained so quickly. And also, uh, especially considering the fact that it is a, uh, a sort of an open source type editable type deal where you can go in and, and edit other comments or other, uh, you know, entries, it, it seems to me that it, it, it is, they are treating it a little too well. I would tend to agree with that. Okay, Ben, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with Chris on that, I, and I don't really get start, want to get started on it. it, it it's a kind of a big annoyance to me when you see searches, you know, especially if you're doing like a local search for, you know, say a real estate agent or something, or even something, you know, more broad, and like all you see in the first top ten is Wikipedia and about.com and so on and so on, and then you can't, you don't actually really find an actual person until you get down to like the third page. So, I, yeah, I do think they are treating them really well, and I use Google a lot as a search engine, and I will frequently go to a Wikipedia page if I need stuff, but oftentimes it's kind of like, you know, more broad content. If I need something that's more detailed, I might go to a forum or go to even like some of these other sites that have more detailed information. Um, so, you know, I guess it's just a consequence of, you know, what they've done over there, and I guess they've in a way earned it. Um, right. And I guess if it's opposed to going to Wikipedia or DMOZ page, I'd pick a Wikipedia page any day. True. True, definitely. One more thing uh, I wanted to add is, I mean, this is probably as a result of the huge link popularity to Wikipedia. I mean, it's pretty obvious that, uh, you know, uh, I, 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 you know, the content's great there, but in order for it to get that high in so many rankings, I would think it has to be specifically related to the thousands and thousands of people that are linking to Wikipedia every day. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, but yeah. also their, their internal, net, internal linking structure is unbelievable, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Um, all right, so let's move on from the Wikipedia discussion. And another thing I've been noticing in Google uh, was they accidentally, you know, in hindsight, changed their site commands, uh, where if you do a site command, like, for example, I did a site, uh, com, and what up came a result for a subdomain under the com result. Typically, typically, if you had, um, you know, www.whatever, 
and you did a site command, it would restrict it to just WWW pages and not include any subdomains. Um, but for some reason, there was a bug in Google, and Google said they are fixing it, where it will start to um, it will start to actually exclude um, they will start to exclude those subdomains again from the site command. So, if, for example, the way to do this is to actually um, like if you want to search on a subdomain within a within a if you want to search all the pages within the domain name, you all you got to do is site colon seroundtable.com. If you want to search just a www, the root directory, you do site colon www.seroundtable.com. If you want to search a specific subdomain on your site, you say site colon, let's say forums.seroundtable.com. That provides a very good way of searching um, site-restricted using Google. Um, what I thought would happen was when Google went ahead and did this was that Google is seeing, when Google went ahead and changed this, I wanted to go ahead and see, I wanted to go ahead and um, make a you know a theory that Google was actually seeing a subdomain as an actual part of the main domain, which, which is pretty. They never done that before. Usually, a subdomain is considered its own domain or its own site, and Google would separate the two in in some type of fashion. Now, now that we know the case that it's not that's just a bug in Google and they're fixing it, and that still remains the same, which is good. And I don't know. I mean, Ben. I mean, you see this happen? You see this at all when they posted it? Yeah. Actually, I kind of missed this. Um, I did go back over some of the examples that you had in that thread, and I, I did notice it looks like they did fix it. Um, you know, if you do still do a site for a you know, search for a site, you know, colon seroundtable.com, you'll see the subdomains. But, you know, I found it, you know, I did, did look at it, and I found that if they did have changed this, this would have been a very interesting change. Um, you know, and I guess it kind of brings up the, the issue of, like, you know, if, if Google did change this, you know, in order to reflect, make subdomains part of the, main, the root domain or count as the same, why would they do so? Well, I, I, to, to me, it looks like they're maybe just uh, hopefully. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's too early to tell, but maybe they're just uh, changing in the way that they present the site results to include all the subdomains, even if you put the WW in, which is obviously what's happening. But whether or not that means that they're starting to give more value to the subdomains uh, or not um, is, is something to definitely try to monitor and, and you know, see in the future because we know that subdomains can work with other search engines pretty well, but um, you know uh, the the jury's still out on how well they work at Google. So uh, I think it's a good catch. But and and I agree with you. Uh, it was it was great to be able to split the site command up between the www and without it to just see what kind of subdomains showed up, especially if they showed up pretty high in in the site command listings without the www. So, um, you know, this is something to definitely monitor. It, it could be a blip. Have you gotten any, uh, it says, Google has informed me it was not an intentional change. Okay, so I must not have been listening. So that's yeah, going to return so. back to usual. So yeah, does that mean they let something out of the bag? <laughs> and then maybe uh, it's a great, more greatly related to their actual algo? Who knows? We'll have to check that out. Uh, it, to me, it just sounded like their the site command was just a little bit messed up, and they fixed it, so we'll see. Um, okay, so let's hit a commercial break now, and when we get back, we'll get into more topics. So, everybody, here's a commercial. Sit tight and don't move. The Pulse. Pulse. We'll be back after this short break. It's all about links. Baby! Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. 
Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, TextLinkAds.com. Want traffic? For results without hassle, look no further than Search Ad Network. Focused on your core goals, our dedicated account management team will drive your online sales, increase brand recognition, and generate leads for offline sales through expert search engine marketing and technology. In addition, Search Ad Network offers free click fraud detection and API access into all major engines to ensure your business reaches their desired ROI. Visit SearchAdNetwork.com today to experience true profit through performance. Choose the right affiliate program to partner with? Hey, all we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50% the highest payouts on the net and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. JoeBucks.com. Your web search is over. The always highly ranked SEO rock stars. Guaranteed to be a night filled with great memory. Hey, this can be a little bit random show. I, I, I feel it coming on that way already, but I, I got an email regarding the SEO rock stars show. First of all, it says, Dear Ted, I read in Webmaster Radio FM that you are an SEO rock star. Let's see if that's true. Call me Ted. Well, nice. A uh, regular listener. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> SEO Rockstars, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on webmasterradio.fm. Get clicked, covered, and ringed on. All week long on webmasterradio.fm. Your destination for education and entertainment. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to The Pulse, Pulse. only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to The Search Pulse. My name is Barry Schwartz, and with me again, as always, is Ben Pfeiffer and Chris Box. Um, I'm sure you guys noticed there was a Yahoo Search update, um, specifically uh, starting Thursday night, the 18th of January. Uh, it should be done about now. Uh, it, Yahoo we we actually wrote about it on the 19th in the morning. Started happening on the 18th. Sugar Ray uh, Ray Hoffman actually posted a, had a post about it at Webmaster World, and then Yahoo on I think Monday or Sunday wrote a blog post with a weather report confirming that the update is actually happening. Uh, it was I think a pretty big update. I had some clients actually come to me and say, "Hey, you noticed that you know we either dropped off or went up?" And I'm like, "I didn't notice, but." And there, uh, I told them, you know, things with Yahoo are just, you know, that's the way it works. So, I mean, I, only one client brought it up to me, but I wanted to get, you know, Chris's thoughts on this update. Well, I uh, saw your post on Friday, and I hadn't seen it at Webmaster World. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, we typically uh, beat out uh, the Yahoo search blog with these kind of announcements, which uh, a separate uh, issue, but I think that's unfortunate. I wish the Yahoo search blog would be a little bit more proactive about that, but... Um, I think uh, so far it's hard to tell. I've, I've checked around with some of our um, account teams here, and they're not seeing any huge changes. The, the paid inclusion team was, 
whenever there's a Yahoo update, obviously they're either very excited or very worried or whatever. They just tend to be a little bit more excited about that because of paid inclusion. So uh, from what I heard from them, it's a majority of uh, no changes really, but seeing some uh, lifts of a few spots here and there. So uh, I don't want to get into a debate as to whether or not paid inclusion is moving its way up via every update, but that's certainly something to consider. And uh, what do you think, Ben? Um, yeah, we saw a couple changes in some of the sites I was watching. Um, we had even a couple sites that had like multiple like uh, entries in the same top ten, which was kind of cool. Um, not a huge amount of changes, I guess. I, I, I followed the Webmaster World thread a little bit, and it seemed that you know people were going back and forth about you know changes that happened. Some saw some really massive changes, and others saw less changes, and they were kind of discussing a little bit about what happened. Um, you know, if they had changed anything on their sites, and some people were commenting, you know, they had static sites, and they hadn't changed anything, and they had moved, and others were dynamic, constant updates, and they hadn't moved. Um, and then it kind of went back and forth about, you know, Yahoo traffic in general. Like, is it worth it? Is it worth to really even, you know, worry about this? Is it, you know, it's just a small slice of the pie? Um, but, you know, people are generally kind of Yahoo's Yahoo, and, you know, some of the SERPs are good and others are poor. Um, but, you know, while they're improving, the search kind of remains the same. Um, Google's a focus for a lot of people, and um, but, you know, Yahoo, you know, any traffic from Yahoo is good, you know, no matter what, because a lot of times it's free traffic. Um, so, you know, I, it, it seemed to be a pretty good thread, and there was some discussion about links, and, you know, somebody commented, a pretty well-known Webmaster World a member said that, you know, Yahoo loves crappy old links, so whereas Google loves, you know, quality old links, you know, Yahoo's kind of on the op- opposite end of liking crappy old links. Um, and you know, they say they're, you know, theorizing that, that this maybe is why some of the changes happen because of, um, you know, some of these old crappy links kind of contributing to ranking boosts within Yahoo. Um, but overall, I, I, you know, from searches I've looked, I think it was, you know, a positive change for the most part. Um, I'm not too crazy about Yahoo search, but, you know, I think it's all right for now. Right. Speaking of Yahoo, um, I know you guys touched on this topic last week where Yahoo seems to be using, like, uh, anchor text in the search results in their, in their listings. And I did a big post about this after I saw your guys' post on it when I got back from my vacation at um, Search in the Land uh, on the 17th of January last week, um, specifically on Wednesday. And I went through a ton of examples, and I w- went through this with Danny Sullivan about the different... Uh, examples that came up, and if you do searches in, in Yahoo Search, and when you see a like lowercase in the title, for some reason that symbolizes that it might be from anchor text. The actual title that is used in the Yahoo Search results might come from anchor text pointing to your website, and typically what we found was that anchor text is only, the anchor text is building up the title within, your, within, the, within the Yahoo Search results is only coming from anchor text within your domain. And that, I think, is how Google works with the site links, you know, the little, like, four or five links you have under your own search result in Google. Those links that are called site links under your main result in Google, I think that also comes from anchor text within your site. The question is, why is Yahoo doing this if there's a fine and dandy um, title tag for the website? And I've emailed Yahoo, different people at Yahoo, and I haven't got a response yet. And it's been almost a week now, and that's kind of not like Yahoo. So, and there's also is a long thread about this at Webmaster World. Um, I'm sure they read that. I'm sure they saw the post that searched the roundtable, and I'm sure they saw the post that searched the land, plus several emails. And I'm just 
no idea why this is happening, and I haven't gotten confirmation about it, if it's a bug or if it's by design. Um, I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts again about it, and Ben, you know, I don't know if, how much time you spend on it, but it's kind of serious, I think. Yeah, it is. Um, it, it kind of perpetrates a lot of the results, too. You can see it quite consistently cropping up all over the place, and it's kind of weird sometimes the anchor text that shows up, and you're just kind of like, what, 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 what's, why didn't they fix this now? What's going on? Come on, Yahoo. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it was pretty interesting, and, and Barry, it was a good point that you made about using the anchor text. And I had thought maybe, I didn't think anchor text at first, but I thought maybe that it had to do with something, you know, how it was initially in their index and what it was supposed to look like when they initially put it on the results. Um, but, you know, I'm not quite sure. Uh, you know, has Yahoo said anything about, you know, the fixing this or anything? No. No. Well, I know uh, Philip Lesson commented on the search engine land post that you did, which was really good, Barry. Um, and he said that, um, and, and you know, this, uh, this is something I think we've known as Google does this as well. Um, you know, in, in some examples, if you search on Google for certain locations for sites that are non-crawlable by robots.txt, um, and so if you if you find sites that are like this, they basically are using the anchor text data in order to rank this the site. I know years ago we looked at an example of like Fox.com. They had um, you know prevented searching the robots from spider in their site. However, if you go into Google and you type in Fox, Fox, search for it, their site still comes up number one and still has this as Fox.com. Regardless, though, that they're not, you know, intentionally, you know, Google can't crawl them. Um, and so, you know, Google does this in, in one example, but, um, you know, maybe it hasn't, it works for them, but maybe Yahoo, it's another case where something just happened and got a little crazy. And, you know, and their results kind of look, kind of bad now, too. You know, you search through, and it's like one title after another, and then you get some lowercase ones with some weirdness, and it just kind of destroys the kind of user experience, I think, a little bit. So in my opinion, I think they need to just get on the ball and, and start fixing this. Right. Chris, I mean, you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, I do. Uh, first of all, I think that your idea in the search engine land post that uh, that Yahoo's storing the anchor text and uh, – Fitting it back out as all lowercase from their database is definitely something that is a possibility. Um, I can't mention any names, but if you were to search uh, um, uh, prescription drugs, uh, for example, we have a few brand prescription <laughs> drugs uh, under some larger brands, and uh, we did a search for one where it showed up all, uh, all the first ten results. Eight of them had been switched to um, just the name of the brand alone as the title, and it seemed almost strange, like every other one was capitalized, and, 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 and then the second one was non-capitalized, and the third one was capitalized. And then mixed in out of those ten results, there was two that actually appeared to have the uh, actual title from the source code of that particular page. So we're doing a little bit more research just based on those examples to see maybe what... Uh, uh, if it does come out that, uh, you know, whatever, whatever reason it does come out, there's some reason that those two additional ones were not, you know, being defaulted to this new sort of uh, hybrid title that seems to be uh, coming up right now that we don't have the answer for. So, um, like I said, I can't really mention anything, but if you think of some, uh, some prescription drugs, uh, and do some searches for those. They might give you a lot more examples of the way that the titles have been changed. And uh, it's certainly something that's an annoyance, obviously, to the brand owners. Uh, but uh, I, would, I would, as a searcher, be a little bit annoyed as well if I got the same title over and over again and every other one capitalized. So 
we're, we, you know, we're going to do some more testing on this, and hopefully I can uh, talk more to this based on that, uh, you know, in, in, in a little while. I guess I, one comment, I guess on the bright side, you know, if you're not finding what you're looking for in organic results, you're going to be clicking on, you know, maybe some of the sponsored results. So if you're running a, you know, campaign with Yahoo Search Marketing, maybe this could be a good thing for you. Um, and I know, and like, Chris made some good points about kind of the hybrid titles, and I know some of the searches I've done, it seems to be more long-tail searches um, or some of this weirdness is going on, and it's affecting, like, you know, large, you know, more authority sites don't seem to be as affected as, you know, maybe newer sites um, or, you know, smaller sites. But even still, it's, like, very varied. I know on a couple searches I did for in the state of Texas, the government websites are showing these weird hybrid titles. But then, like, the next one down, which is the same exact site, you know, shows a perfectly fine title that's used on the page. So, um, you know, there's not a lot of consistency, you know, even between the sites themselves. Right. Okay, so yeah, definitely, and hopefully we get some, you know, more information about that as time goes on. Um, but the next thing I want to discuss was that Google is fixing or has fixed a problem with their domains, um, like a .com domain that is based in the UK um, results. So, for example, you have a .com domain, the hosting is done in the UK, and you do a search in restricting by UK, and you did a site search, site colon search, and for some reason, the results were not showing up properly or completely when doing that search. Um, Google has reportedly been looking into it. They have reportedly fixed a lot of the issues with that, but I'm seeing some cases where it's not fully fixed. But they're aware of it, and they're fixing it, and things have been fixed at this point. Um, hopefully, if you have any more um, you know, examples, feel free to comment at our blog, and I'll go ahead and make sure to point it over to the right people at Google, and hopefully they can take a look at it and fix all the, the cases of that. And there's a huge thread over, the, over at Webmaster World on this discussion. Uh, Chris, do you notice anything about that? I haven't really d done much research on this, but I'll certainly uh, let our guys over at our sister company in, in the U.K., DNA, I'll let them know and see if there's something that they want to maybe participate on in the comments or whatever and give their point of view. Okay. And Ben, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, I haven't seen a whole lot of examples on this because I don't do a lot with the U.K. stuff, but um, you know, I thought it was a pretty interesting topic. And um, you know, somebody had suggested, I think it was in the comments or somewhere, but that they suggested maybe the problem was occurring because the home page had changed. Um, but that doesn't seem to be the case at all. Um, no. You know, anything relating to the sites or dynamic or static just didn't seem to have an issue with it. But um, it seems that they're working on it, and that's a good thing. Yep. Well, you know, talking about, you know, um, international sites, um, Google Germany, their Google.de, went offline last night. Um, supposedly it was a problem with their domain name registry where someone actually um, requested to, you know, transfer the domain name and fully Google didn't reply and then automatically the domain name transferred over to somebody else. And Google did not own the domain name for about like three hours or so. I'm not exactly sure about the exact time, but Google up came a, uh, no, a temporary splash page um, saying the site is, you know, not longer available. Um, Google did get back the name after a while, um, but the register you know, in the U.K. had more information about the actual details where the domain name transfer has changed hands at about three times last night, one to somebody else, uh, from Google to somebody else, and then back to Google. So it was pretty interesting. Uh, I don't know if you got, you know, Chris, do you see that happen? Did you see any, do you see the site down at all? Was is los? Stadt kann ich nicht mit Stadt? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I really I don't understand. Speak that I more often, uh, Chris. <laughs> yeah, right. That was some sort of a hybrid language that I just created there. But uh, no, I, uh, that's very interesting. I, I wonder, um, is there any word as to if people hosted anything on that domain for those three hours and whether or not it resulted in any conversions for them? Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't seen anything, but do you know if anyone Probably did capitalize not. on that and host anything on there? It doesn't look like it. No, it seemed like some weird guy like holding a tennis racket or something like that with like some big smile on his face and was like, hey, I, Google. Yeah, I think it was a domain, regist- domain name registrar, you know, with like register.com, you, the German-based version of that had a temporary page up there. So I don't think it was anything, you know, abusive. Um, yeah, so that was just fun in general. Ben, you saw it, though. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a tennis racket. I'm sorry, it was some weird guy with a real weird look on his face. <laughs> It was really weird. You should check it out. I don't know what he's doing. He's just kind of looking at you. But anyway, um, yeah, no, this yeah. was kind of interesting. How did uh, you know? Did, yeah, I know the the register had more details about you know the various things that went down with it, and I guess it just kind of was interesting the fact that Google had to deal with these the same you know some of these companies the same way that you know common webmasters had to do deal with them as well, and that there was like issues and stuff happens you know when this goes back and forth and. You know, no, nothing really, you know, unfortunate happened. It just was went down for a little bit. Um, I guess on their end, you know, maybe they, you know, that's a potential loss of revenue from, you know, advertising and also for just from traffic in the same time. And maybe, um, I guess, if anything, it was more good brand exposure for the Internet, you know, register. Yeah, that's true. All right, let's move on. We're kind of running out of time quickly, and we have so many topics to cover. Um, the next topic is Yahoo is, has been caught indexing and crawling Google AdWord links. Uh, I didn't see any examples myself, but there is a Webmaster World thread where some, you know, very respected members have reported this and also confirmed this. And basically what's coming up is, you know, you do a search in Yahoo, and up comes a link that has tracking URLs that are used in Google AdWords. So this is pretty... um, bad in terms of that. Ben, I mean, do you have anything you want to add to that? Um, yeah, I just posted an example in the in the chat room about this. Is what was going? some of this was going on. Um, yeah, I hadn't seen too many cases of it, but people were very, I thought this was a really interesting topic, just the fact that as, I think the links were in JavaScript or something in, in the first place, and it was kind of weird that, you know, what kind of explanation would, you know, serve to explain that. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know, but somebody in the forums did post an example of like what was going on, um, or at least an example, and I, I, I posted one in the chat room, so if anybody wants to take a look. Yeah, and Chris? Well, I think that's interesting. I mean, obviously, um, you wouldn't want that to happen, especially if you're employing landing pages that use some sort of duplicate content and you've blocked them. Um, you know, uh, it, it's not something that you want to happen. It's, it would be interesting to know if all the examples were uh, of pages that were specifically used for uh, AdWords and, and, and were blocked from, from spidering or had no uh, links from the internal site to them, or if maybe uh, the, uh, the links were uh, indexed or the pages were indexed and then um, Yahoo found uh, the, them in AdWords as well. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of questions still to be answered here. Uh, I think the examples that you put up, uh, Ben, and for the benefit of those people that aren't uh, seeing that, uh, they're they're both uh, from a, a domain 
uh, globaledge.msu.edu, uh, and, and they're showing clear uh, tracking URLs and, 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 and mm-hmm. being likely from uh, from Google. So uh, maybe, uh, Ben, just for the benefit of other people, you could go in and, and make a comment on the roundtable post uh, with that link so that people can see it. But it's, it's, you know, it's fairly obviously there, and, and there's enough people talking about Webmaster World. So it'll be interesting to see how this one uh, shapes out. Yeah, I wanted to add one last thing. I think somebody, generous soul, had suggested on SE Roundtable comments that like one way to fix this was to add a tracking cookie and a 301 to the correct page. So if you had this going on, then go ahead, and the cookie would prevent it from, from falling through, and then 301 would eventually just go to the, the right page instead of one of your landing pages. You know, and like Chris mentioned, you know, if you're worried about duplicate content, don't want that to happen, then just you know, see what it, you can do about fixing it. But I'll go ahead and post that example link in the SC Roundtable comments for everybody. Cool. Thank you very much, Ben. And let's hit a quick commercial break, and we'll come back and try to round out this, um, you know, Search Pulse 16 edition. So everybody, let's hit a commercial break. Sit tight and don't move. The Pulse. Pulse. We'll be back after this short break. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted Fast Click, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BenAsRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with Value Click Media. i got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more more details. Value Click Media. At Webmaster Radio, we're serious about our work, and no one works harder and is more professional than our own SE Guru. This one's for you. All right. Okay, that stuff will wake you up. <laughs> Excuse me. This has been the best time I've had since college. Where did you get that giant hurricane? I was upstairs. I didn't have a giant hurricane. I got to get one of those big ones. Uh-huh. Oh, that was good. All right. I got it right in there. Find that in there. I saw you at like 5 a.m. Or no, is it 4? 4 a.m. Walking out of my room talking about freaky monkey sex. That's great. I've been fighting my way to the bar a bit because I got a mic working. 
I got to try and fight my way to the bar, and I think with an open mic, I can get, I can make it quicker. You know what? That's just the nature of the beast. <laughs> Atta boy, SE guru. Way to make us proud. <laughs> and uh, I imagine we'll see you at the next one, of course. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. WebmasterRadio.fm We're the coolest place around. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. Now, back to The Pulse. Pulse. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to the Search Pulse. This is Barry Schwartz. With me again is Chris Boggs and Ben Pfeiffer. Um, all right, so the next topic is Google Maps has removed links to other mapping services. So, for example, if you did a search um, on, I don't know, you know, some location in the Google search box, um, what it would bring up is a link to Google Maps and a little box that shows a map of it right at the top in, like, the one-box area. Google has re- used to have links to, like, MapQuest and Yahoo Maps, but they removed that now. Um, you can see an example of, of, you know, the before and after over at Google Blogoscope where they have a link uh, where they have two screenshots to before and after, which shows, you know, before where you have, you know, a map of San Francisco, California had Google Maps link, Yahoo Maps link, and a MapQuest link. Now it just has Maps a Google Maps link. Um, Google currently also has, um, we, we do a search on a stock symbol, up comes, you know, a Google Finance link, but also comes a finance, Yahoo Finance link, MSM Money link, MarketWatch link, CNN Money, and Reuters, Reuters link. So what you see here is that um, um, Google is still using the old method to show stock symbols, but the question is when are they going to just totally swap over and move just to Google Finance? Uh, Chris, what are your thoughts on this over this, this change that Google made? Well, um, I know I said earlier on that Google was my search engine of choice, but actually for mapping, uh, Ask.com is my favorite uh, mapping search engine, so I'll just throw that in, uh, hoorah, Ask. I think it's, you know, once again, one of those things back to where we talked about it uh, when Google was experimenting, adding uh, links to their uh, spreadsheet system if you typed in spreadsheet and so forth. It's up to them, really, what links they want to put. And if you really want to go uh, find, uh, you know, for example, in your example of, for Apple, uh, and if you want to find it from CNN Money, then go to CNN Money and you'll find it there. Um, it's the same thing with the maps. I mean, if people are searching Google Maps, I, I don't necessarily, I mean, maybe they did this because no one was clicking on MapQuest because everyone is, is happy with what they get f- from Google. Or, uh, you know, I think it's pretty likely that that's the case. And, and again, it's, it's their space, and they have a mapping system, so I don't really see the total need to link out to any other mapping systems. Okay, that's fair. And Ben, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I kind of concur with uh, Chris on that. I don't, you know, it's, it's, it's their product. They should definitely link to it. You know, there's other great products out there, but people are kind of well aware of that by now. And uh, I guess the free ride's over for Yahoo and MapQuest. Yeah, but isn't Google about, you know, um, how do you say it, um, you know, bring all of the world's information to one place? So, you yeah, know, why not have two different money? <laughs> all right, fine. No, that's a good point. Anyway, we should move on. That's the, that's the whole debate, and I have no opinion about it. Anyway, um, <laughs> there was a discussion about 
uh, if you want to move to a new domain name, uh, what should you do in terms of a 301 redirect versus a 302 redirect? Now, Scotty over at um, High Rankings Forum, where Joe Whalen is at, she recommends for a long time and still recommends using a temporary redirect for a, tempor- uh, for a, a, a certain amount of time, not forever. So like Google keeps your current rankings, and then eventually once you have enough you know, links to the new domain name, you move over using a 301 redirect. I was kind of shocked by that recommendation. I, didn't, I, didn't, I never read that, but it supposedly is something that she wrote about way back in, uh, it must have been a year ago or so. And I went ahead and asked Google for their thoughts on this topic, and they strongly recommended just doing a 301 redirect um, just because that's the best way to go. There are some rumors that 302 redirects no longer work, and possibly they could even hurt you. So, I mean, Ben, I mean, what are your thoughts on this? I discussed this over IM. Yeah, um, I know we talked about this a bit. I looked into this quite a bit, um, and I even posted on the high rankings like original thread, which picked up some pretty good speed after I... I posted some stuff. Um, you know, I, there's not a lot of clarification on this, and I think when it comes down to it, if you're going to do a redirect, do a 301. Um, they were trying to say that, you know, 302, you know, you could potentially still get some traffic benefit from, you know, the old site. But essentially you're just telling Google that, you know, this is the old content and this is, you know, basically still send me traffic, and it's not doesn't really work out that well. Um and so, you know, I asked basically to clarify um, that, you know, what they were saying about a 3021 redirect. And basically, they were trying to get out, you know, and after pages of pages on this forum, you know, they still couldn't really explain it very well, but it eventually got out that the best way to use a 302 is for only a new domain. And so, Jill Whelan said that's what she had, that's what they'd been trying to say when switching from an old domain to a new, but keeping the old site. Um, you know, and she kind of disagreed with my, you know, effect that a 301 was the best way to do it. Um, I think the consensus from the SEOs, just other people in general, a 301 is the way to go. Um, a 302 redirect recommendation might not have been the best thing to do in the long run as because it's created so much confusion and people are really kind of unsure about what to do this. There's plenty of examples of people doing this and then, you know, their site's disappearing. Um, but there's also examples, too, of people doing 301, 302 redirects and not having a complete issue. But if you want to be completely 100% safe in doing your redirects, just do a 301. I mean, why do you want to wait around for Google to, you know, find a new site anyway? It, it's all about age these days, and so if you're doing a 301 redirect, that's the best way to do it. A 302 is just going to delay this issue a whole lot longer and not transfer over the links. Um, so it doesn't really make sense. It seems kind of just a patch issue, and um, I, I believe that, you know, forget the 302. And Matt Cutts suggests not using it. Um, you know, if Google's saying this and other people are saying this, you know, after detailed, you know, look into it, then it, it's probably a good idea. Um, I know I've had experience using 301s. It's perfectly fine. Um, 302s are great if, you know, if, like I said, maybe it's a new site that might be a viable way to do it, and that's what they were trying to point out in this thread. Cool. Thank you. Um, Chris, what are your thoughts on Well, it's funny because I'm trying to find the link, but I'm, there's actually a little discussion going on about this in Google Groups at the Webmaster Central, too, and uh, John uh, Soft Plus had some good comments, and he's kind of going along with what Ben says. Uh, I understand the idea behind it, and it does kind of make sense that, you know, you use the 302 to 
primarily with pages that are getting really high traffic, just to try to keep those old listings in as long as possible while you build up some value for the new pages. But in the long run, you're going to end up going to the 301. I smell a little bit here, though, because, and it's not me that smells, it's, uh, I'm smelling something, uh, just to clarify that. Um, and it, it, that it seems like Google's being pretty defensive about this, kind of along the lines of using the nofollow, where maybe there is some value here, and maybe, uh, you know, you should still test it. In fact, we are testing it for a, a very large client, uh, with, which is moving a, a big chunk of their content uh, against our recommendation, of course, to a new domain. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. We're going to test a little bit of a, uh, a combination and, and, and see uh, what works better and, and if, if one way or the other hurts us, and, and maybe we'll put something out about that, uh, you know, in a, in a month or so uh, or when, uh, when we get some results. Cool. Thanks. Um, I want to add one little final thing. Um, a lot of discussion kind of related to just preserving the links in a, in a lot of ways. And, you know, there was discussion about that, and um, it kind of came back to, you know, a cost-benefit scenario. Um, if you had an old site and you were trying to do the links, um, you know, one of the best ways to get those links back is to do some link reclamation, basically go to those pages and say, hey, link to this new site, um, instead of messing around with a redirect because it can be, you know, majorly impact the stuff that's going on with your site and the rankings. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's great advice, and thank you all for sharing that. We have about five minutes left or so, maybe a little longer, and I thought I'll just jump into the lightning round because we have a ton of topics that I didn't get to that I would just like to summarize quickly. Um, the first topic is that, well, before I start that, I would like to let everybody know we added a new link based on Chris Boggs uh, pushing me to do this. The top of the search engine roundtable, that's seroundtable.com, there's a, there's a link to something called Forum Search all the way to the top, right next to submit a thread. Now you could, do a, you could do a quick search using our Google custom search engine to find threads from the search engines, the, the actual search forums that we track on a daily basis. So um, it's very useful. I, I'm surprised at how useful it is. We, in that custom search engine, we only um, subscribe to sites such as creative site forums, digital point forums, high-ranking forums that help you forums, Jim World forums, search and roundtable, search and watch forums, SitePoint, SEO Guy, SEO Refugee, WebPro World, V7N forums, Webmaster World, and Web Workshop forums. So all those forums are included in this custom search engine. I've done some tests, and it seems to be working out very well. Uh, if you want me to add any, any um, search engine forums, go ahead and just let me know. But it's a great feature, and it's been working out very well. Thank you, Chris, for um, pointing that out. And Definitely give it a try and add your comments. It's been working out very well. All right, so to this um, lightning round, uh, there was a Google map bug which suggested over 200 U-turns. It happened to be in New Jersey, which is known for having their U-turns. Um, it's ridiculous how many U-turns you have to do in your New Jersey. So it's kind of funny, but Google fixed that bug, and it just, it's just I have a screenshot of it. It's pretty funny. Anyway, Jug Yahoo handles. else? What? Jug handles, they're called here. Oh, Okay. Long, long story. All right. <laughs> Next is Yahoo um, has f uh, finally announced that this month they are going to be lowering the minimum bid to in the UK to 5P. Uh, I forgot what it stands for, but uh, in the UK. And that we reported a while back, but it's actually happening this month, I think. Also, Google changed their AdSense program policies to allow the ad rotation with ads that look similar 
to Google AdSense ads. So be careful. If your ads look similar to other ads, it doesn't, have to, it doesn't matter if they're contextual or not. You cannot have them on rotation. But you could have the same ads, like YPN ads, running on the same exact page as Google AdSense ads in accordance with, Google, with Google's terms of service if they look different. Yahoo does not allow it. So you can't, basically can't do it until Yahoo allows it. Next is Google as the new, also the po program policy is also target, has a new thing targeting content scrapers using DMCA, which is nice to have. Um, Google has today announced that they're expanding their, their MTV video AdSense test with, the, with Warner Music Group and also Sony BMG Music Entertainment. So if you are an AdSense publisher, it's limited to certain AdSense publishers, and they are testing this new video um, publishing AdSense pilot out with some, so you might see them across the board. So take a look at them. That should be pretty exciting for Google. Google also, we also had a post about Google Quality Score helps determine the ad word ad delivery. So it just doesn't also help your ranking. The Quality Score doesn't just also help your ranking. It also determines your delivery rate, which is important. And um, John Menendez had a great post on that, which is linked to in our post Surgeon Roundtable. Um, Google Personalized Homepage adds to the RSS feed, expand the collapse per post, which is a very nice feature. So if you go to Google, Google Homepage, you'll actually see that. There are more reports of Google checkout icons on AdSense ads. I've seen only screenshots of it. I've never seen it live. Pretty interesting. Yahoo Slurp. Um, has been crawling at a pretty rapid race rate, so be careful with that. Reports of that last week. Um, pausing your Google AdWords campaigns should have zero effect on your rankings for those AdWords, and that's a statement made by AdWords rep, so it's pretty um, important and good to know. Uh, Brett Tavsky had a post um, asking, what is, the practical, what is your practical experience with domain name age, i.e. the sandbox? And he's saying it's very important that he wants to get some feedback from people. And it's a pretty long thread, so it's a good thread to take a look at. I have a post about uh, looking at your competitor's web stats. It pretty much links to SEO Moz and some other tools out there that allows you to go ahead and look at uh, competitive analysis and stats from different tools out there on the web. There was a new search engine launched which uses a Wikipedia. It's called WikiSeek. It's not by the Wikipedia, but it uses the Wikipedia. It's pretty bad, according to everybody. Uh, Google, the Google Remove URL tool form was down for about a day last week. Um, Yahoo is to offer one-time bulk free keyword uploads to customers, so take advantage of that if you're moving over to the new Panama system. Uh, Brazilian custom regulations had delayed some AdSense publisher checks, so if you're in Brazil and you're wondering where your check is, it's because of the custom regulations, according to Google. Ad Center advertisers are not being forced into the Microsoft Content Network. There were some rumors that anybody in the Ad Center program had to move over to, the, also to, to contribute in the Content Network. That's not the case. Um, Creative State Forums has released their education scholarship funds. So several um, educational scholarships have, educational organizations have earned $400 each from Creative State Forums, which is nice. I took a look at an uh, Answers.com product called BrainBoost. It's like a question and answer search engine. It's pretty cool. works pretty well. Yahoo has launched OneSearch for mobile. I didn't really take a look at that, but I just posted some links to it. And Google has been sending out a bulk of webmaster notifications for terms of service violations and penalties. So if you have received any of those, that's another one of their Google rounds of, of that. So that pretty much covers everything. Make sure to check out our new custom search engine. 
It wraps up the 16th edition of the Search Pulse. I hope to post a recap of the show tomorrow afternoon after the show is archived at seroundtable.com. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at barryrustybook.com or post in tomorrow's post. Again, that was the 16th edition of the Search Pulse. It took place Tuesday, January 23rd. Thank you very much, Ben and Chris, and hope to see you next week at 5 p.m. Everyone have a great night. Woohoo!